It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. You are Locked On Redskins. Your daily Washington Redskins podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Every day. Every day. It's Crossover Wednesday here on the Locked On Podcast Network. It's John from Locked On Jets alongside Chris from Locked On Redskins. Getting ready for Week 11 action in the NFL. It is the New York Jets against the Washington Redskins, a pair of teams that right now are having rough seasons, could be picking near the top of the NFL draft. Uh, Chris, how is it going today? Hey, John, how are you? Um, That's the nice way of saying it. I would probably say two awful football teams going in, well, the same direction. Uh, But at least the Jets got a win last week. And, you know, for Redskins fans, they got a win last Sunday, too, because they didn't have to watch the Redskins and the Redskins did not lose. All right. Well, Chris, you know, you want to talk about awful football. Let me give you... This, this stretch that the Jets are in right now, awful football games, is they had a game against Miami two weeks ago. This past weekend, they played the Giants. This weekend, it's Washington. Weekend after that, Oakland, who's at least a decent team. Weekend after that, at right. Cincinnati, then hosting yeah. Miami. I mean, look at these teams the Jets are playing. Oh. Is, yeah, oh that, that is, that is, that is uh, you know how in baseball they call it the dog days of August? Well, this is the dog days of November for, you know, for both of our uh, organizations that we cover, no doubt about it. I mean, the Redskins have to, uh, after the Jets uh, game this Sunday, they host Detroit uh, on the Sunday before Thanksgiving. And then, um, you know, uh, around here, uh, you know, and I know Jets fans are very frustrated and they want Adam Gase on a, on a platter and everybody else. But around here, they, you know, I, I, I have to wonder, especially with the Jets only having two wins, just what kind of atmosphere we're going to get this Sunday. Because even though it's Dwayne Haskins' home debut, um, you know, outside of the preseason, I, there is literally zero juice, zero buzz zero energy for anything revolving around this football game. I mean, none at all. Well, you know, at least Jets fans still have some passion because there was a guy in New York, a Jets fan, who over the past week uh, started a GoFundMe page and had an airplane flying (laughs) over Manhattan with a banner that said, Fire Adam Gase. So I guess you can still say Jets fans (laughs) are passionate at least. They're, well, the the problem is the Redskins already fired their head coach, and so now they believe in firing Bruce Allen, which is what they absolutely should do, and it should have been done five years ago. But that's that's the only thing we're rooting for uh, around here. But uh, nevertheless, while we while we stomp all over the football teams that we talk about on a daily uh, basis, we do have a football game right uh, to come. In, and and the, and the Jets were impressive on offense uh, last week. I'll, granted, the Giants' defense far, far, far. Uh, from good, but it was certainly good to see them bounce back. And now they come to FedEx field, I would assume feeling a little confident, right? Yeah. And I think the biggest thing with the jets is the quarterback played well. Uh, Sam Darnold's had a very up and down season and there have been frankly more downs than up so far this year, but it was an efficient game for Darnold last Sunday. And I think the other key thing is he, he 
just cut out the dump. I mean, the thing that's been killing him is he's just been making some ridiculous throws. I mean, some throws that like right. a college quarterback would know not to make. So he cut those out. He played an efficient game. And, the, you know, the game the Jets played against the Giants was very interesting from the standpoint. It's the rare game where it was not one in the trenches because both defenses dominated up front, but uh, neither team mm-hmm. could cover. So uh, it was... It was kind. Of, it was kind of interesting from that standpoint, and that's kind of the weakness of the Jets right now. Is the this is, I'll tell you, Chris, this is as bad of an offensive line as I've seen in the NFL. I know that that can sound like an exaggeration. I'm not exaggerating. The Jets' offensive line has been in shambles this year. Uh, part of it's they've been rotating guys in and out due to injury, due to various factors. But that's really no excuse. I mean, they they struggle to pick up basic stunts, uh, basic things. What sort of Redskins defensive front are we looking at this Sunday? Yeah, so that's going to be a problem for uh, gangrene. Let's just start there uh, because the Redskins, if they have a strength on on defense, Jonathan Allen, Deron Payne, Matt Ioannidis, they're starting front three, and even Tim Settle off the bench. It's not as deep of a group as ideally you'd like. You you know, they they lost Caleb Brantley uh, early in the year to IR, uh, but those four guys are going to play a lot, and they're going to get a lot of pressure, and they're going to cause a lot of havoc, uh, and they're athletic enough to chase down Darnold, even if he flushes from the pocket and tries to avoid them. The Redskins aren't great at finishing off sacks, but they're... They're good at generating pressure, and they've been good, those guys, in short-yarded situations where I think the Jets might be able to, you know, if they can crease them along that defensive line, it's as the game wears on, as you get into the late third quarter, early to mid-fourth quarter, if you stay patient with the run and if you keep banging them, eventually those guys get tired, of course, as most defensive linemen do. Again, they don't have the good rotational depth, and they eventually wear down, and then you start to see some of the creases and the gaps that they can run through. Well, I think the issue for the Jets is the Jets have just not been able to effectively run the ball with anybody against anybody this year. Yeah, um, and it's not. I'll tell yeah, you, th- that's that's a little bit of a problem, right? <laughs> yeah, it's and it's not Le'Veon Bell's fault. You know, if you looked at Le'Veon Bell's stats and you told me before the season that he'd have the numbers he had, I would have said, "Boy, the Jets got a free agent bust." Uh, you know, Le'Veon Bell, they should never mm-hmm. should. He actually looked pretty good. I mean, as bad as his numbers look. I feel like yeah, the typical backs numbers would look even worse. I mean, he's he's actually creating a pretty much every yard he gets, he's creating on his own. The line's getting him nothing, and I think the other issue is just the coach doesn't really know how to use him. Like Adam Gase has not been very creative, figuring out ways to right. get him in a position to make plays. He's not done a great job of getting Bell the ball in space. So you know, I don't know. That, you know, I, I don't know. Who... So would would you say? Would you say? I'm sorry, uh, I didn't mean to jump in on you. Would you say that they use him more uh, in, in the receiving game, more as a checkdown type outlet, or 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 by design? It sounds like you're, you're talking about like Gase doesn't have a great concept of of using him because in Pittsburgh they used him as a primary weapon in the passing game, not just a checkdown and release valve. Yeah, I mean, they design plays for him, but they don't really split him out wide to create mismatches, to help mm-hmm. identify coverages. Uh, there are points where he's, a, where he's a primary option, but the problem is they tend to be like three-yard swing passes on third and eight. Um, they're right, not, right. You know, they're using him. I mean, they're using him in the passing game. They're just not using him very effectively in the passing game. Um, I'm interested, what, what's the state of the Washington corner uh, group? Because the Jets have some... You know, Jets receivers are... Are credible NFL players, but you know they don't really have a go-to guy um, on offense. They have a good deep threat in Robbie Anderson. They have Demarius Thomas, who 
used to be a star. He, I mean, he used to be a go-to guy in his Denver days, but I think those days are well past him. And then, of course, guy you're familiar with, Mr. Crowder, who yep. did a good job in the slot, but again, not really a, a go-to guy. Uh, so what's the state of the yeah. Washington corner group? So it's interesting because, you know, Quentin Dunbar, who is a former wide receiver at Florida, was flipped to a corner in 2015. And it's the best move this organization has made uh, in, quite honestly, a long time because he's really, really good. Now, he struggled a little bit early uh, two weeks ago in Buffalo, but eventually he got his footing around him uh, against guys like Cole Beasley, which they matched him up inside the red zone one time. But he usually will take and I would assume he'll match up with Robbie Anderson, the real matchup that is going to be favorable to the New York Jets, I think, besides Crowder, and we'll get there in a second, is Demarius Thomas versus Josh Norman. Josh Norman has been absolutely brutal so far this year. Uh, he, it really has been more than this year, but it's it's been a big-time drop-off uh, this year. I think his passer rating against, according to Pro Football Focus, is 135-plus. Uh, he's allowed 15.2 yards per reception. Um, he's you know he's only got one interception. He's good stopping the run. He's a good tackler. He's feisty. He just has zero speed. And a lot of times when he gets beat off the line or even in uh, like kind of a soft zone look, he's got to hold, clutch, and grab and be physical, and then he'll get flagged for that, which will always gripe and whine about, and he's always wrong. So to me, that's the matchup uh, that they want to take advantage of, in my opinion, for the New York Jets. Besides uh, that, then Jamison Crowder, as you mentioned, who spent the first four years of his career, uh, and I'm not sure what Jets fans feel about him, but I love JC. Uh, he was clearly banged up the last two years here in Washington, so that limited his effectiveness, uh, and I think it also carried over to his punt returnability. Uh, but to me, when JC is healthy, and you know, my understanding is is he's fine. I think he's going to be able, um, you know, I, I think he's going to have some success because the Redskins at corner. Uh, mentioned Norman and Quentin Dunbar, but inside it's kind of mystery meat. Fabian Moreau has kind of struggled this year, a lot of holding penalties. Uh, and and then they have a young corner, uh, Jimmy Moreland, who is a seventh-round pick out of James Madison. So it kind of depends on who they use and who they match up with. But either way, to me, I look at that as a big advantage for the New York Jets. Yeah, and Crowder has been in it. Uh, the Jets did not have a great free agent class this year. I mean, a lot of guys who are, are not producing the way you'd want them to. I think Crowder is a guy who has been as advertised. And you could tell right off the bat the chemistry between he and Darnold was there uh, from day one. I mean, week one, Crowder had 14 catches. Uh, it's He's been very effective in the middle of the field for the Jets. And it, you, like I said, he you could tell that there's, there's good chemistry between Darnold and Crowder. And, you know, I think for the, from the Jets' standpoint um, – Really, what you're looking for is it's it's a tough spot because they've put this 22 year old quarterback into a situation where this is a this is a quarterback dependent team. This is not like one of those teams where they run the ball effectively and you know set up play action and give him simple reads and don't. I mean, most of the playmaking load is on Sam Darnold. I think from the Jets standpoint, I mean, I'm past the point where I'm expecting great performances. You just want to see him play play smart and move the team effectively through the air and if you avoid the the dumb mistakes i think the jets are in you know the jets have a shot in this game john why don't we uh, take a break and come on back and take a look at um the redskins on offense and of course they're starting dwayne haskins for not only this sunday but the rest of the season they get darius geist back against the jets defense why don't we take a look at that next 
What's up, guys? It's Chris Russell, Locked on Redskins. Remember the days when you were always ready to go? Not to go to work, not to go to the store because you forgot something, but ready to go to the bedroom. That's right. Now you can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed, fellas. Listen up. BlueChew.com. That's blue like the color blue. Blue Chew brings you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, so you know they work. You can take them anytime, day or night, even on a full stomach. Chewable, they work up to twice as fast as a pill, and you can be ready to go whenever the opportunity comes about. If you could benefit from a little extra function, fellas, and more confidence where it matters, Blue Chew is the fast and easy way to enhance your performance. Blue Chew. Is prescribed online, shipped straight to your door in a discreet package, so no in-person doctor's visit, no waiting in the pharmacy, and best of all, no more awkwardness. They're made in the USA, and since Blue Chew prepares and ships direct, they're cheaper than a pharmacy. Right now, we've got a special deal for our listeners. If you visit BlueChew.com, you get your first shipment for free when you use our special promo code Locked On. Just pay $5 shipping. Again, that's B-L-U-E, Chew.com. Promo code Locked On to try it for free. Blue Chew is the better, cheaper, faster choice. Get it now, guys. What's up, guys? It's Chris Russell here for DoorDash. Long day at work, tough day at school. <laughs> You're still stuck in the office. Sorry. Why don't you treat yourself to the meal you deserve? Have your favorite restaurants come to you with DoorDash. Here's the cool thing, right? If you're already in sweatpants, you're relaxed, you don't want to go out, especially with wintertime here. It's so cold. You don't want to be dealing with any snow or ice. Enter DoorDash, restaurant quality food with a living room dress code. DoorDash connects you to your favorite restaurants in your city. Ordering is easy. You open up the DoorDash app, choose what you want to eat. Your food will be delivered to you wherever you are. Not only is your favorite pizza joint already on DoorDash, but there's over 340,000 restaurants in 3,300 cities. So you might find a new favorite, too. Why don't you go and explore a little bit? Door-to-door delivery in all 50 states and Canada. Right now, our listeners can get $5 off their first order of $15 or more when you download the DoorDash app and Enter the promo code locked on. That's five dollars off your first order. DoorDash app promo code locked on. And we welcome you back to another crossover Wednesday edition as we talk about the Redskins and the Jets coming up this Sunday afternoon at one o'clock Eastern time from FedEx Field. We have John from Locked On Jets. Up Chris from Locked On Redskins. Good to have you guys aboard uh, with us. And John, why don't we get into this because the Redskins are going to start Dwayne Haskins. It's his second NFL start. It's his first. Uh, appearance in a regular season game at FedEx Field at home. He went to high school right in the shadows of FedEx Field. So this is going to be really the only kind of big buzz and anticipation to see how he does. How do you think Greg Williams, an aggressive defensive coordinator, is going to handle uh, a quarterback that I have to sense, knowing Greg a little bit, that he kind of almost smells some fresh meat here. What what sense do you have? Yeah, I think the Jets are going to be very aggressive with their fronts. I think they're going to attack quite a bit. and But that could be risky because the Jets really don't have anything to, to speak of at corner. Uh, this is the team that had issues going into the season, and now both of their outside corners are injured. Uh, so I think it, you know if... Uh, Trumaine Johnson's on injured reserve. He won't be in the you know he won't be back for the year. He was pretty much a free agent bust anyway. Um, 
Daryl right. Roberts was banged up last week. Roberts is actually a guy who he, he gets himself to a good position. He just has zero ball skills. Um, so last week it was Arthur Mollette, a guy who's kind of bounced between the roster, bounced on and off the roster this year. Nate Hairston, a guy they acquired from the Colts uh, in preseason, started the game but got benched because he was just getting torched. Uh, into the lineup stepped Bless Austin, who was a sixth-round pick, a fr- surprising sixth-round pick, a local kid from Rutgers who – Tore his ACL his final two college seasons. He stepped into the lineup and played decently, but it was a handful of snaps. I'm not sure how big the sample size is. So, I mean, I think there are going to be plays to be made in the secondary um, if Haskins can handle the blitz um, because this this is not a great group of corners for the Jets, to say the least. So I think you know, the Redskins could, uh, could have some, some favorable matchups. What, what do you make of this Redskins receiving core? Well, you know, look, uh, I, I mean, I, I definitely think there'll be some opportunities for them to take advantage, specifically Terry McLaurin. You know, Paul Richardson is a speed guy, but he's been more used, you know, as a Z type and more immediate, intermediate and short stuff, not really using his long speed because that's been the role, you know, on deep posts and deep goes for Terry McLaurin, especially they, especially early in the year when they had Case Keenum like to throw a lot of the deep post uh, type stuff. So I I would imagine they're going to understand that, you know, probably attacking, like you said, the corners on an Island, maybe along the perimeter and along the sidelines is going to be better than trying to attack Jamal Adams and Marcus may uh, at, at safety. So again, McLaurin is their deep threat. Um, you know, Richardson, again, has that ability, but the, he just has not displayed it in any way, shape, or form this year. And I think that's kind of by design because he hasn't been able to stay healthy uh, in the past. And then when you look at the slot, you look at a guy uh, like Trey Quinn who replaced Jamison Crowder and they played together last year. He has kind of been a disappointment this year. I, I know he's talented and he generally catches everything that you throw to him, but they haven't targeted him a whole lot. Maybe it's because they don't have any legitimate tight ends to kind of take some of the pressure off of him uh, on those two way goes over the middle. I would say it's a decent group. McLaurin certainly has the potential to be a number one the question about him is whether he has the size to be a number one. Yeah, and I think I do. I do have to be fair about one thing: is the Jets have gotten good play in the slot this year from Brian Poole. They have not gotten good play anywhere else at corner, but the slot corner Brian Poole has been uh, very effective. Uh, how are the Redskins up front on the offensive line? Yeah, so you know, I, I, people probably know about Trent Williams. Uh, and that whole disaster, he uh, is now uh, on NFI and won't play, of course, not only this game, but for the rest of the year and hasn't played this year. That's a mess. Uh, but surprisingly, Donald Penn, who they signed as a street free agent who used to be a pro bowler uh, with the Oakland Raiders and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, has been pretty solid. Um, they also and Jets fans might know this name from just being, you know, in the New York area. Eric Flowers, who was an absolute disaster at both left and right tackle for the Giants and even struggled at left tackle for the Jaguars after the Giants cut him last year. Uh, he came in here and and they wanted him to play guard and he's played reasonably well at left guard. He's a massive hulking man. So certainly he has the frame to be inside more than outside. And it's been a good adjustment and a good change for him. The, pre- the, the Redskins problem, quite honestly, has been from center right guard to right tackle. 
They've invested a lot of money in right guard, Brandon Sheriff, right tackle, Morgan Moses, and it is holding a Palooza. It is constant penalties. Uh, they've yielded a ton of sacks on first and third down situations uh, this year, and that's the biggest reason quite honestly, in my opinion, John, why the Redskins passing offense has struggled in addition to the instability at quarterback. And there's a lot of reasons for that. This offensive line consistently hurts them in the pass game, whether it's sacks or penalties, and it puts them behind the chains and down in distance. And then, uh, you know, just in this extension of that, I know the Jets are, are awful on third down offense as well. The Redskins are right above them in the league standings or the league rankings. So you're looking at two dreadful third down offenses in this game yeah and i will say the jets their jets don't do many things well but they have been excellent they've been an excellent run defense team so you know i don't know if the plan is with a young quarterback and experience maybe try and run the ball to protect him but the jets have done a good job set, shutting down opponents run game uh which is ama- it's kind of amazing from the standpoint this team has been decimated by injury at the linebacker position i think last the last couple of weekends the jets have had their top five guys who started their season like their top the top five linebackers when training camp started are all out due to injury i I can't say it started the season because avery williams had got hurt preseason but when they started training camp the guys who were the top five linebackers were all out and now i think they suffered another injury brandon copeland who really is an edge guy who they had to move inside uh they had to move him into uh to off ball linebacker just because they've been so banged up there but they have some guys playing really well on the defensive line some uh, young guys not heralded. Nathan Shepard, a third-round pick from a year ago, had a big game last week against the Giants. Uh, Foley Fatukasi, a late-round pick last year, has really started to be effective as an interior lineman. Uh, interestingly, Quinnen Williams, who was the third overall pick, has not really he's he's not really put up a ton of production. Although I've been watching him a little bit, I, I've fo- been focusing him on the film, and I kind of feel like they are putting him in a role to kind of just hold the point of attack and draw double teams and you know kind of do the dirty work and let other people you know do do that job uh, do the job uh but the jets have been it's they don't have much in terms of an edge rush but they have some guys who are playing very well on the interior of this defensive line so you know i, I think well, that they can stop the run pretty well yeah and and obviously they did a tremendous i know the giants were down 14 to nothing but when you hold saquon barkley uh, to one net yard on 13 carries, that's going to be a problem. The good news for the Redskins, maybe bad news for the Jets, is you know uh, they've been pretty effective under Bill Callahan running the football with Adrian Peterson at a clip of 4.7 per carry, you know which would be top 10 if they did that for the whole year. But they get Darius Geis back, their second-round pick from last year, who's been uh, unavailable to play in 24 of the, of the 25 games that he's been with the Redskins because of a torn ACL last year in which he missed his entire rookie year and then a meniscus suffered in week one he's just coming back off of ir i saw him in the redskins locker room on monday he looks spry and he's fired up that lsu beat alabama this is crossover wednesday right here on the locked on podcast network um along with john from locked on jets i'm chris from locked on redskins we'll come back with a final prediction uh, on what's going to happen for the redskins and the jets at fedex field on sunday but first guys we tell you about away away creates thoughtful products designed to change how you see the world for $20 off a suitcase visit awaytravel.com slash locked on that's awaytravel.com slash locked on and use the promo code locked on during checkout 
All right, we wrap it up here on Crossover Wednesday. So, John, it's come down to making prediction time. Um, you know, look, um, I'll let you go first. I, th- this game, of course, the over-under is very low in this game. Not sure about the weather conditions yet, uh, but FedEx Field at this time of the year is, is generally not the best place to play uh, for a variety of reasons. What is your sense after a win for the Jets last week uh, in the battle for New Jersey and the metropolitan area? Can they get the job done on the road at FedEx Field? You know, Chris, I can't believe I'm going to say this, but... I'm actually going to pick the Jets in this game. And I, I picked against the Jets <laughs> the last couple of weeks. I picked against them against right. Miami, which nobody thought they'd lose that game, and I did, and they lost. And I was right, and I was wrong last week because I thought the Giants would beat them. But I, I, you know, I just go back to I think that this is a tough spot for Haskins, you know, inexperienced quarterback. Um, Washington, you know, with the interim coach, I, I actually kind of feel like the Jets, I think it's going to be a low scoring game because I don't trust either offense. And look, I'm not going to be shocked if we find, if we're sitting here on Monday and the Redskins win the game. I think it's, you know, maybe a, a, a pick em game, but I think I'll go with the Jets 17 to 13. Um, just a, just a hunch. I feel like the Jets, you know, maybe the Jets are getting on a little bit of a roll and, you know, I mean, these are like I said, these are two of the worst teams in the NFL. But right. I, feel like the, the, right. I feel like the Jets are playing better going in. So that's why I'm go- going with them. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Yeah, you're slamming the under and I I don't blame you because I, 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 you know, look, even though the Redskins should have some advantages, like you said, matching up against the Jets corners, uh, and even though they get Darius Geis back, I just don't have enough faith in Dwayne Haskins at this point and the lack of weapons at tight end and complimentary receiver uh, for, uh, you know, to go along with Terry McLaurin. So I think hey, Bill Callahan wants to shorten these games. He wants to run the ball. I expect the, the Redskins to run 30-ish times, even if they don't have a lot of success between Adrian Peterson and Darius Geis. So I think they'll shorten the game. I think it'll be a, a low-scoring game. I'm going to go the under as well with you and I'm also going to join you with the Jets winning this football game. Uh, I think it'll be a close game. I'm going to go 20 to uh, well, I I'll probably I'll tell you what. I'm going to go this 14-10 Jets. That's what I'm going to stay with. I'm going to go 14-10 Jets uh and and so they get the road win. I just think this Redskins third down defense is a problem and Sam Darnold will get a coverage breakdown against Josh Norman uh that'll allow the Jets to win this game. Oh, you almost went with somebody scoring 20 points. I was going to talk about the the scoreboard exploding. <laughs> Right. Well, exactly. And then I started to think, well, wait a second. I just talked about going under. So if I make it a three point game, then I would be right at the over under line. So I had to lower my expectations a little bit. And hey, you you never know with the NFL, how it works out. Right. We we could be talking about a 35 32 game on Sunday night or Monday morning. But either way, I think the Jets will win um, a tight one. Let's call it that. All right, well, Chris, it was nice chatting with you today as we get ready for week 11 action. We're 
nearing the home stretch at least this year. Uh, sad we only get to do this once every four years. Absolutely, John. My pleasure. And uh, for Redskins fans, I can say uh, they're counting down the days until January 1st or whenever the regular season uh, ends. It can't get here soon enough. All right. Well, thank you to everybody for listening and hope you enjoy the game this Sunday. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.